we as artists should never close our eyes to what is happening around us. Therefore, coming from South Africa, naturally, I, my life was affected by my environment there. Hello, and welcome back. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today, we're heading to South Africa to meet a singer, songwriter, actress, United Nations Goodwill Ambassador, and civil rights activist. Let's talk about Mama Africa. Zenzile Miriam Makeba, nicknamed Mama Africa, is associated with a variety of musical genres, including Afropop, jazz, and world music, and was one of the first African musicians to gain significant popularity in the West. She was also an activist against apartheid in South Africa. For those of you who need a quick refresher, South African apartheid refers to the period between 1948 and 1994, when there was authoritarian government suppression of non-white South Africans in the name of white supremacy. It was adopted as actual state policy following the 1948 election. The economic and social consequences of apartheid remain significant and problematic to this day. Miriam Makeba was an outspoken critic of the racist policies. She was born in Johannesburg to Swazi and Kosa parents in 1932. Her vocal talent was discovered when she was quite young, and she started singing professionally in the 1950s with a variety of groups, performing a mixture of jazz, traditional African melodies and folk music, and Western pop music. She had a brief and allegedly abusive first marriage at the age of 17, and gave birth to her only child in 1950. In 1959, Miriam had a brief role in the anti-apartheid film Comeback Africa, which brought her international attention and led to her performing in Venice, London, and New York. She then moved to New York City, where she became immediately popular and recorded her first solo album in 1960. That same year, she attempted to go back to South Africa for her mom's funeral and was prevented from doing so by the country's government. Miriam's career flourished in the US. She released several albums and songs, including her most popular called Pata Pata. She received a Grammy Award in 1966 for her album with Harry Belafonte. The two had become pals years earlier while she was performing in London. They'd remained dear friends and the two often collaborated after Belafonte helped her with her early solo recordings. But Miriam's activism took away from her popular appeal in the U.S., at least with white audiences. She testified against the South African government at the United Nations and became involved in the U.S. civil rights movement. She famously married Stokely Carmichael, a leader of the Black Panther Party, in 1968. Because of her marriage, Miriam lost more support among white Americans and faced hostility from the U.S. government, leading her and Stokely Carmichael to finally move to Guinea. Miriam then began to write and perform music more explicitly critical of apartheid. The hugely popular 1970 song, Soweto Blues, written by her former husband Hugh Masakela, was about protests started by schoolchildren in South Africa. The Soweto Uprising was a series of demonstrations by black schoolchildren after the government of South Africa enacted policies saying that 50% of school would be taught in Afrikaans and 50% in English, with no room for indigenous languages. 
Afrikaans, the language spoken by the large population of former Dutch colonists in South Africa, was seen as a language with deep ties to apartheid. After apartheid was dismantled in the early 1990s, Makeba returned to South Africa. She continued recording and performing, including a 1991 album with Nina Simone and Dizzy Gillespie, and appeared in the 1992 film Serafina. She was named a UN Goodwill Ambassador in 1999 and spent her later years campaigning for humanitarian causes. Miriam died of a heart attack during a 2008 concert in Italy. Miriam Makeba was among the first African musicians to receive worldwide recognition. She brought African music to a Western audience and popularized the world music and Afropop genres. Through her open criticism of apartheid in her music, she became a symbol of opposition to the system. When Miriam died, former South African president Nelson Mandela said that her music inspired a powerful sense of hope in us all. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another incredible pioneer. We're coming back stateside to talk about the first woman to ever serve on the U.S. Supreme Court, Sandra Day O'Connor. Special thanks to the one and only Liz Kaplan, my sister and the researcher behind this incredible collection of women. Talk to you tomorrow. Uh, I will speak for my community. I think we are happy, we dance, we sing, because for, to us, uh, sometimes it's better to laugh, to keep from crying.